your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Locked On Avalanche Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Chris Maselli. With me, as always, Mr. Shaggy Von Doom. Kyle Sullivan, thank you for making this your first listen of the day. Always appreciated. And if you're listening or watching on YouTube and you heard the opening, yeah, we're going to get to a poll that was posted to the official NHL Twitter page. I don't think this is on this is on their website. I went to their website quickly to check to see if it was there. I don't think I think this was just like a poll that they did and put it up on Twitter. And it was for the the, the Jack Adams Award, which is the league's best coach. Best head coach. And on that list, I'll tell you who's not on that list. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jared Bednar. So we will talk about that and why does this keep happening to Avalanche fan or not fan, Avalanche uh players and coaches and, and even front office people like Joe. Yep. We'll talk about that. We will talk about the possibility of the reverse retros coming back. There's some grumblings online about it. We'll talk about that. I like it. <laughs> uh, and we will also kind of preview the, the game tonight against the Boston Bruins when they come to town. Can the avalanche make it 17 in a row at home, eight in a row, Overall, let's get to it. A lot to do. So first things first, follow the show on social media outlets, LOPN underscore Avalanche on Twitter, Locked on Avalanche on Instagram. Questions, comments, concerns, opinions to Locked on Avalanche at gmail.com. And follow the show on our YouTube channel over on YouTube. Hit subscribe and get notified when a new show goes live. So I want to put this poll. If you're watching on YouTube, I'm going to put that poll up on the screen for everybody. I'll make that a little bit bigger. There you go. Um, And that's the voting for the Jack Adams Award. And you can see it says 16NHL.com writers cast their vote. Mike Sullivan and Gerard Gallant. Mike Sullivan of Pittsburgh Penguins. Gallant of the New York Rangers are tied with 44 votes. And in third is Rod Brindamore. Well, they say 34 votes. It's 34 points, really. Uh, but that's your top three. Sullivan Gallant tied for first and Brindamore tied for third. They don't even they have other receiving votes. And they have John John Hines and Andrew Burnett. So even in your top five, I'm stomping my feet right now, like my five-year-old. How explain this to me, please. Explain this to me how. You do not have Jared Bednar in your top five. Now I'm banging the table. I want to. Th- I have hockey pucks all around me that I want to throw against the wall. <laughs> this is ridiculous. And just to further prove how ridiculous this list is, if you're going off a really hot coach, where's Bruce Boudreau? He's turned Vancouver around uh, as well. Well, I think now, you need a little bit longer. But you know, more if you're going, your belt than- I'm saying this. You have Gallant up there who's coaching the Rangers. Big deal. Lafayette could do a lot for you. Mike Sullivan, that's a great last name, by the way. But, I mean, <laughs> like the Penguins? Really? What have they really done? It's well, Sidney Crosby. Well. I, I mean, they are playing well. I, I, I'm going to give the Penguins credit. They're, they're doing well. They've, they've had 
kind of like a rocky beginning to the season where they're playing well. Then they kind of like had a valley, but they're coming back strong. They're 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 okay. I'm okay with with Pittsburgh and how they're playing, and maybe him being on here. But here's my thing: all of these guys on here are at one point or another where Jared Bednar has been in the past. Yes. At some point. And Bednar has never been on here recently. He was on the turnaround season the year after they had that horrid season. But what happened? Vegas came into play and, and had, you know, the 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 expansion season for the ages. So he wasn't going to get it that year, which is ridiculous. But and I think it was Gallant who got it then. I think, I think so. You, I think it was Glenn. Uh, but so, okay, fine. So you didn't give it to them when he had a turnaround season that was unprecedented. Mm-hmm. That was, I, I get what Vegas did was unprecedented too. So I can have that argument with you. And I'm not going to sit here and say, yeah, it, it should have been Bednar that year and only Bednar. But now, now what? I mean, now, now he's having – he's, he's, he's has a team that is expected to be right where they are. Mm-hmm. That is not easy to do. Yeah, and he's and he's doing it. Uh, it, it God, what what the big thing is right now, and the reason I was pointing that out, like Rod Brendamore with the Canes, like I get it, it's a hot team, that's great. Gallant and Sullivan, take it or leave it. Bednar is coaching a team to sixteen straight home wins with Darcy Kemper in net, and if you want to chalk up and say, well, they had Nathan McKinnon and Kale McCarr, there were times this season we didn't. Exactly. There were times exactly. we didn't have Gabriel Landeskog. There were times that we didn't have players taking the ice in the Nashville game until they got tests. Yeah. And he's still fielding one of the best teams in the league. And if he didn't win it last year, fine. I guess you can explain it away. This year, we were talking at the beginning of the year, like this team is going to look so much more different. We're losing Donskoy. We're losing Saad. We're losing all of these key players. And we're making Abe Kubel almost a household yeah. name now. Yeah. And you're telling me that's not coaching? That somebody right. we picked up off a of Philly waiver wire is good enough to not get a coaching award? Uh, come on now. Yeah. I mean, Sullivan and Gallant are, are they deserve credit. You know, and, and Gallant is doing this year with the Rangers. Like he's turned them around. Bednar did that same exact thing. Sullivan, he's turned around, did that same exact thing. Brindamore, the, the Canes are exactly where they are supposed to be, where people thought they would be, at the top of the league standings. So why is Brindamore getting all of this love and and Bednar gets nothing? Nothing. It's driving me crazy, and it's going to – just be prepared, people. It is going to happen across the board for the Avalanche. Yeah. The only one that I think is in the clear is Kale McCarr, and I'm not even convinced – just based on vote because this is all voting. This is all, you know, Adam Fox, because he won it last year and he's in a big market, will get more votes simply because of that. Yeah. I guarantee you. I'm not saying he's going to win it. I think it will be very close. And I think I think Kale McCarr will win it in the end. But this doesn't bode well for for Jared Bednar getting the Jack Adams. And I cannot wait to see who the three finalists are for top GM. I oh. can't wait because if Joe Sackett gets shut out from that again, there I am throwing all the conspiracy theories out there. It's absurd why he has not been up for that yet. 
Yeah, and the 16 NHL.com writers. I wonder if they were just 16 Eastern Conference writers because there is a lot of Eastern Conference love in that top three. That's true. Like, That's true. Did they forget to interview the 16 for the Western Conference and get their opinion too and put that I, together? You know what? That's. It's, uh, I don't know. Well, especially with how you're looking at the Western Conference this year, like everybody's like, well, the East is locked up. You know who's going to be. Everybody calls it the Wild West this year because of so many teams. Like, who would have thought St. Louis and Nashville would be where they are now? And and the Avalanche, like with regards to Nashville, they're, you know, a bump of the road, but every other team we're handling and we're doing what we need to do. Like, how is Bednar not in the conversation for any of this? And why is he not getting the love? Who's the other one? Um, Brenda Moore, Burnett, and Hines. Okay, Burnett. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Um, it, it's, it's really just truly baffling to me that it, it just continues to happen that, that uh, Avalanche players and coaches just continually get shut out from this thing. It just... It, doesn't make sense to me. And they couldn't even get a good picture of Rod the Bod. I mean, he's a gorgeous man, and they made it. I mean, he's got like a, a branded head of picture of Rod Brindamore up there. Uh, he, well, <laughs> he doesn't really take good pictures, I have to say, uh, uh, Rod Brindamore. But I don't know. There it is. It's it's, it's on it's on the uh, the YouTube stream if you're watching that. Uh We'll see. I mean, I know we're yeah. halfway through. Maybe, you know, if, if the abs go on at the pace that they're at, just, you know, start breaking some records somehow. Like, you, you, have, to, you have to give this guy some credit. And like you said, most of this season they have, have been injured. They haven't had a full squad maybe three games, if I'm remembering correctly. So to do that and be in the position that they're in, that's coaching. Yes, it's it give players on the ice credit too, but that is coaching. Do you not think that maybe we're kind of getting that weird West Coast like avoidance? The NHL American headquarters is in New York City. Um, maybe the reason that top three is so East Coast heavy is because the East Coast watchers are in bed. All those writers are in bed by the time the, the Avalanche decide to play the Kings or the Ducks because they're not going to write their article at one in the morning. I wonder if that, like the same reason, like you don't see Zegers in the All-Star game, like in Milano, like those are two names you would like to see in the All-Star game. It's just, yeah. I wonder if we're kind of lumped in that West Coast, like they're not going to stay up and watch the talent, but they know they're good. They see the stat line, but they don't pay attention. I want to see it all. I, and when you when you get the, uh, the the voting at the end of the year and the awards, like you do, you see like the full graphic, not just mm-hmm. the, the first. You see how all the voting pans out. I want to see this. Yeah, I know it's just a, it's just a mid season poll from you know, some staff writers, but I want to see all of their votes because mm-hmm. I I just want to know how far down they have Bednar. It's already laughable that he's yeah. not even in their top five. Uh, I just want to see how far down the 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 excel spreadsheet you have to go to find him it's a joke so here we are um all right let's hear from who we got today built bar and then let's talk some jerseys always loving talking Mm -hmm. some jerseys but 
Bill Barr, it continues to be the new year. Happy New Year again to you, Mr. Happy Sullivan. New Year, Chris. Yes. Uh, and that means New Year's resolutions. If yours is about getting fit or eating healthier, make sure you include Built Bar in that plan. And Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, probably even better than a candy bar. It makes it easier to stick to your New Year's resolutions. It tastes so good you won't be able to keep your hands off of them. Kyle, I think, are you done with yours yet? Did you plow through yours? Yes. There, there they are. I got maybe this and like maybe two or three in yeah. my assortment box. So they're good stuff. So uh, you want to eat healthy, but it just gets so boring by week three. You might be thinking, where's the chocolate? Well, you are in luck because Built Bars are covered in 100% chocolate. And they taste unlike any other protein bar on the market. Most protein bars can be chalky, waxy, or they can even taste like a chemical spill. That's the worst flavor out there. But Built Bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 grams of net carbs, and 17 grams of protein compared to other candy bars, which usually have around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. So go to Built.com, use the promo code LOCKED15, and get 15% off of your order. Once again, that promo code is LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. All right, so maybe we might be needing to add to our jersey arsenal because there, there's rumors going around. I haven't seen anything set in stone, but so what? It's jerseys. It's not like it, we're, we're talking about players that are coming and going and mm-hmm. trades. This is just you know possibilities of reverse retros coming back for next year. I had the one thing I did here was that they might be coming back for this season mm. um, be- before the season started, obviously. Because last year when they brought him in, it was a shortened season. Um, I, I had heard that they were going to extend it into this year. That obviously didn't happen. But maybe they were just taking a year off and they're going to bring him back for next year. Um, again, I haven't heard anything set in stone from the the main sources that I follow. But there are some people that are out there that are, are still reputable people that mm-hmm. are saying this is going to happen. And they're also saying... Uh, some tweaks might be made. Now, was that when they said that, was that to all of them or just if tweaks wanted to be made, they would be allowed to do that? Yes. Uh, It's the scenario. If tweaks need to be made or want to be made by the team, they can be Um, case in point. Buffalo has already talked about their third for next year is going to be my favorite Jersey of all time. The black and red Buffalo head, Buffalo Sabres Jersey. Um, And they've already made some slight modifications. Like you can go to aesthetics and you can see the modifications they did on the logo. They've so you can see this as an active change. Like when teams fell flat, like Dallas and Detroit, they have a chance to fix their reverse retros and do something cool. And you can I've heard from a couple avalanche circles that the avalanche are thinking about reversing the reverse retro. So go making it dark. Dark jersey, white, okay. Floor de Lee. Okay, like the Forsberg you have behind you there. Yes. Yeah. So um, it's it's there. It's a possibility, and it's one of those things that when the reverse retros were announced and dropped, everybody kind of they fell in love with it. It was beautiful. Mm-hmm. It was hard to get a hold of, and now you can't. Like there, yeah. you can't get. So this is a wonderful chance. If these rumors do get to be true to go get your hands on these beautiful jerseys for all the teams talking about you, Arizona. 
<laughs> I didn't mind Arizona's. I thought they were okay. Like, and honestly, I know I'm in the minority here. I didn't mind the Red Wings. Really? I, I, was, I was, yeah. I was. It was just minimalistic. I, I was okay with that. Could they have done something different? Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think a team that definitely wants a reboot on this is the Islanders. Yes, the, the Islanders just released a jersey. They Give me the fish stick jersey. I think that will be an interesting one to see. For the Avs, uh, you know what, man? I'm going to say this. I don't want them to do the Nordiques. I want Ooh. them to completely change. I want them to, to do, you know, one of the early avalanche. Uh, the... Or if you wanted to do the the Colorado, like the Ranger style. I mean, you, you could, yeah. I would want them to revisit an old uniform from, from their era, from when they moved to, to Colorado. I, I absolutely love the Nordiques retro. That was mm-hmm. far and away the best one. And, and you, you know, you're not going to convince me otherwise. I think most Avalanche fans will feel the same way. I, lo- I would like the fact that that was a one and done thing. I think it, the appeal of it would last a lot longer than if you, even if you change the colors, even if you, it, and that would be cool. I'm not saying like, it would be very cool to do. Now you're doing the dark version of the, the Nordiques with Avalanche colors, but the Avalanche had some awesome, awesome uniforms in their yeah. day, and I want to see some of those come back for a few games. I would love that. You get the possibility of getting the Yeti foot. Exactly. And Do that. Because I, I, I completely agree with you about the Nordiques thing, because this is almost like when you went to the movies to see The Kingsman 1, and you walked out of there, you're like, that was a cool movie. And then you go back to see Kingsman 2. It's pretty much the same thing, but it didn't feel the same. And you're like, that was okay. Yeah, really I feel like it? yeah, I feel like we're going to do that if we reverse the reverse retro with the Nordiques. We're like that was really cool, and then they flip it, and you're like, ah, oh, we could have got yeah. Yeti foot or the Colorado Rangers jersey. Like, yeah. there's so many possibilities. So I'm saying, like, if you're going to do reverse retros, like you you have all the every team yeah. has multiple things that they can go back to, dip into, and bring it back. I just don't want the Avalanche to do the same thing and just change the colors. Yeah, it would be cool. Now you have a basically a, a home and away version of a Nordiques uniform with Avalanche colors. But I love, I love some of those old school Avalanche, like with the with the big name on the back and the big yeah. black letters. Like those were are just classic jerseys to me. Tell me that wouldn't be amazing to watch that skating around today. Like the would be awesome. The Duchesne era striping down the side in our current colors with the piping the way it is now. Like, just a chance because these new jerseys, they have a different crest. I don't know if you've purchased one of the new jerseys. Um, The old crests are solid and they're like one piece. These new ones, they're a lot more malleable and you can move with them. And for the opportunity to step back and get one of those jerseys you used to love in this Mm. new style would be incredible. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, I'm, I'm sure there's going to be a big announcement like they did when they announced these reverse retros the first time. This was that big video that came out <clears throat> when we knew the Avalanche was going to do something Nordiques wise. They hit a home run with it. Um, if they choose to stay that route, you know, so be it. And, and I will obviously buy them. You betcha. Uh, but I just think like, you know, it, it's almost like, you know, you create that demand for the one that you made for that one year and that's it yeah and everybody can look back and that like remember when Aval- the avalanche did that for and and th- that's the one and only time they've ever really brought back 
the Nordique yeah, absolutely. Uh, logo. So I don't think they want to make a, a habit of it. I don't. Yeah. I think I think they want to be known as the Avalanche. And of course, they're always going to be associated with the Nordiques. And they're okay with that. But I don't think at every opportunity, they're going to want to keep you know throwing out Nordique stuff. They did it once. It was a home run. Now, now put it away and let that legend of that one uniform grow and then do something else. It's just my yeah, take on it. You, you don't want to turn into the uh, Carolina Hurricanes where every other night is Hartford Whaler night. It's like every other highlight yeah. I watch of the Hurricanes, they're wearing those Whaler sweaters. It's true. Yeah, which are awesome. Yeah. Awesome, but it loses its luster after a little while. Yep. It's, like, it's like the National League and the American League playing each other. Yeah. Like when that first happened, that was a big deal. Now nobody cares. Yep. Uh, and people are going to care about this. So pump the brakes, letter Kenny. <laughs> All right. Uh, finally, we, uh, we are going up against the Boston Bruins for the first time this year. And I'm sure, uh, I think Connor McGahey has been doing, uh, when, when they, the Az play a team they haven't played in a long time, he puts up how many days it's been since they played. Oh. I don't know what it is, but it's probably like 900 and something days since the last time that the yeah. Avs and the Bruins have, have gone head to head. So Bruins come to town. Avalanche trying to make it 17 in a row at home. Eight in a row overall, I believe. Yeah, I think mm. eight in a row overall, 17 in a row at home that they're going for. Bruins come in. They're in, they're in a good spot standings wise. Um, from let me see where they're. The, I know they have a wild card. It's weird because they they have they have fifty points in the season. They're twenty four thirteen and two. That's a decent record. Mm-hmm. They are they are holding the second wild card right now. The team below them is the Detroit Red Wings. They are eight points behind them, and Boston Boston has three games in hand on them. Hmm. So Boston is sitting pretty when it comes to, you know, uh, a, a playoff spot. And, um, you know, they don't really have anybody pushing it. But now it's just it's for them, it's for for seeding. They are on the heels of the Maple Leafs in the division. And I think that's what they're going to be focusing on, obviously. So they're three points behind Toronto. Um, they're, and then above them is the Lightning. Or 11 points are above them, as are the Florida Panthers. But the Bruins are in that spot where, where you know, every – and you say it all the time. Every game counts. Yeah, clearly every game counts. But these are really, really meaningful games for them. And now they just finished a seven-game uh, homestand. I think they finished five and two, but the last game they lost to Anaheim. And now they're coming cross-country to go against, a, obviously, a really good avalanche team. These two teams don't go up a lot against each other. What are we expecting? Well, because I'm a lame single father with no life, before the Avalanche game the other night, I watched that Ducks and Bruins game just to get an idea of what we're in for. And I'll let you know right now, Tuka Rask is not the same Tuka Rask that you know. Well, no, but he's but it's early. It's early. They're compensating with that veteran talent. Pasternak is on another level. Um and you, if you go and look at their penalty kill and their face-off stats and their power play, top 10 in each category. Yeah, very good. So I know we like to feel comfortable with how the penalty kill and power play look right now. Fantastic test while you're hot at home against a very, very good team where the veterans are literally carrying this team. If they took a off night, and this is one of those games that we talk about, the Avalanche need to get out early. 
take the Bruins out early because if they feel like they have a chance, if you go another 0-0 first period like we did against Chicago, I think you're opening the door for some hurt and Hmm. this beautiful streak could go away. This is what you want to see when it comes to top lines because this is when whenever you know if, if they had a, if they had another vote on NHL.com uh, of what the top line in league is clearly there's East Coast bias here and it would probably yeah. go to Boston we know better but that's not to say that that this, this top line for Boston is legit yeah. with with uh, Bridgeron Pasternak and Martian and yeah. and they you know they're no joke so I want to see that I yeah. want to see that 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 matchup. Um, between those top two lines, who gets the 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 better of the other one? Um, it'll be who who do you think is going to be goal for the Avalanche? I mean, we don't know who's going to be goal for for Boston. That'll be interesting. Yeah, who's going to goal for for the Avs? Do they give? I mean, at following up a shutout to to Francois, or do they go back to to Kemper? I this would feels like a Darcy game to me. Mm-hmm. Like Pavel Francois went out there and got you a shutout, which is great. Okay, now we're at a place where we're, we we get a little bit of a break, like a, a little over a week when it comes to the All-Star game. Go every other day with these goalies. Say, <laughs> look, uh, let's see what you could do. And then see if Darcy could stand up to this top line. I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think Marche might be hurt. So that might work in our favor. Um, I don't, Well, Marche is hurt, but I don't think that kept him out. He came back. Let me see. Because I know. Did he he play the Anaheim game? I think he left in that game, if I'm not mistaken, because I don't remember seeing him the rest for a while. Um, But Pasternak scares me. I mean, he played almost 20 minutes. Marchand played almost 20 minutes. So, but I mean, he did get he got hit pretty hard, but he he came back. But you know who did get hurt, and he's been hurt most of the year is, is Nick Foligno. That signing—that's a bust. Not panning That's out for them. Yeah, it's um, bad. What's he got? Like seven points on the season right now. Let me yeah. let me see what he's got. Uh, yeah, he's got a goal and six assists in twenty-six games. I mean, even playing twenty-six games, you got to be better than that. Um, Taylor Hall not- is still a Bruin, <laughs> just for the record. Hey, and and he's up there, man. Like he's nine goals, eighteen assists, twenty-seven points in thirty-nine games. Obviously not a point uh, per game player, but he's still producing. But that top line, you know, you got Marshan with 45 points in 34 games, Pasternak with 37 points in 39 games, but he is coming on strong lately. Yes. And Bergeron with 32 points in 38 games. That's their bread and butter. <clears throat> they How the abs were that known as that top line team, what, three years ago? That is what the Bruins are. Yeah, they have some some good depth players here and there, and they used to rely heavily on their their goalie situation. But if 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 the Avs can break up that top line uh, for for the Bruins, I think things are looking in the favor of the Avs because I will take the Avs depth over yes. the Boston Bruins depth any day. And you were saying with that top line for Boston, I think they were topping out at forty seven points. It was like forty seven forty. Like six somewhere in there, forty six for for you mean for Marshawn, Pasternak, yes. and Bergeron, forty five, thirty seven, thirty two. <clears throat> Nathan McKinnon has forty three. Mika Rantanen has forty nine, and Nas has fifty two. So we win. We win, but it's it's one of those that it's they're right there. Like you, you feel like 
were on such a high going so long with this winning streak and feeling so commanding that you feel like the Avalanche are better in every category. Mm. We're not that far from that top line with our point producers for the Boston Bruins. So it's I, this is one of those games you look forward to. It's two beautiful Jersey games, history, <laughs> and two like very strong top lines. Who's going to win? It's a paper, rock, scissors game, honestly. Yeah, I think you got to give the nod to the Avalanche for the simple fact that they're at home. And and that streak that they have at home uh, is legit. It's no joke. So we shall see. This is one of those games we talked about Jimothy Timothy and Jost yesterday. Show this up. is their game to show up. Yep. Totally agree. So we shall see. Um, yeah, we will be back tomorrow to discuss it, break it all down. Can the Avs continue both of these streaks before they go? I think they're playing Chicago after this, right? Yes, they are. Pretty sure. And that's on the road. So let's get one more home win, get to 17. Then we can take a little bit of a reprieve at Ball Arena and kind of just sit back and soak in the 17-game home winning streak. But another two points on the line. Let's hope the Avs can get this thing. So that will do it for today, everybody. Thank you for tuning in and making it your first listen of the day. Always appreciated. Head on over to Locked On NHL to uh, make that your second listen of the day. Get caught up on everything going on around the league. That'll wrap it up. He is Mr. Shaggy Von Doom, Kyle Sullivan. I am Chris Maselli. This is the Locked On Avalanche podcast, and we'll see you guys tomorrow. Go, Abs, go.